Hi, this is Ramona. Hi, this is Nama. Hi to you guys, our viewers, and thank you again for joining us on Hot Insight, a space where an open narrative is discussed about a recent hot viral topic and that has grabbed all the Nepali youths and got them talking. In this Hot Insight episode, the topic that has grabbed the attention of the Nepali public and that we will be discussing is the notorious Nepali Babes Reddit page. Reddit is an online platform where network of communities is based on people's interests. Users can find communities they are interested in and become part of the online community. And in this incident, there was a Reddit page named Nepali Babes and a second Nepalese Babes, where photos of Nepali girls all around the globe were being shared by a group of certain individuals, particularly Nepalese men. And the user of these communities were commenting on these females. The comments were vulgar and sexualizing the woman. Bottom line, the comments were degrading and unacceptable. These photos were uploaded on the Reddit page without the consent of the woman. These photos were originally shared and posted of the individual from their social media page, so from Instagram or Facebook. And in addition to the Reddit page, it was later unfolded that there was also a Discord chat room where the Reddit page users would congregate virtually and discuss these photos. Discord is another online platform that allows users to communicate through either audio or text in a group setting by creating a community. Once this Reddit page was found, the news slowly started gaining momentum and spread like wildfire amongst many Nepalese and including hot insights. Once these issues were raised, the victims of this Reddit page have been very strong and took proactive steps. And finally, the page is now banned and closed due to violation of Reddit's content policy against involuntary pornography. Here today, we have a panel of four strong ladies with us who were the victims of this crime. They have agreed to speak on our platform to raise awareness of this issue and discuss it. Hi, uh, so my name is Nirvana. I'm a feminist writer, artist and social activist and doing a lot of work. I live in Australia, but spending a lot of time back in Nepal, um, doing projects with uh, young women mainly and talking about kind of a lot of different topics that relate to uh, being a young woman of Nepali descent. Hello, I'm Pooja. I'm a student at the University of Surrey. I'm doing my first year at Law and Criminology. I'm Sonia. Um, I study osteopathy and uni called University College of Osteopathy in London and I'm in first year. Hi, I'm Amber. I'm a digital marketing manager here in London and nice to meet everyone. Okay, so before we divulge into the topic a bit more, we wanted to talk about how you guys felt um, and how it's affected you personally. So. Yeah, so um, my story, I guess, is quite similar to all of the girls um, here. Um, so basically, you know, I was public on Instagram. Um, I didn't really have a huge following and I was aware about Reddit like about last year. And I know like a lot of people knew about it. It's like an open secret in the community. But, you know, I think we kind of brushed it aside, like just report it and so on. But I don't think we realized the extent of the content that was actually on the page and how actually you know so, some of the stuff there is not you know legally okay uh, you know child pornography um leaked hacked photos um and it just infuriated me because once i mentioned about it on my instagram the the reddit users um this particular admin i guess or user i don't know um he 
saw that I was, I reported the page and he started, um, very, like he started mentioning it and posting me even more onto the page and writing even more rude comments. Um, and he posted my Instagram. So every time I updated my Instagram, he would like update, you know, the images and as well as my username. So once I noticed that he was like keeping tabs on me, um, I went private. I removed a lot of the random followers and then I changed my username that day four or five times, but each time he kept on updating the fat Reddit users with my new username. Yeah. And he was kind of like poking me like, you know, I can, you know, I can do this to you. Um, and it made me quite anxious. It made me angry. And that's why I think I started speaking up a bit more on my Instagram and people started, you know, speaking up as well and sharing their stories. Okay, so basically, um, one time I was on, um, I was just on Instagram and I was just messing around with my little brother. I thought, let's go on a live stream just because I put makeup on him. I thought it'd be funny, right? And then there was this person who popped up on the live stream and was like um, talking about some Reddit thread. And obviously they said the name was um, Nepali Babes or Nepalese Babes. And obviously, obviously I, you know, I realised that obviously the like, the vibe is quite like, you know, sexualizing women and it's uncomfortable because he's my younger brother right next to me. So obviously after that, I checked it out and um, it was just weird, like seeing my photo that I had no idea was being posted on there. And obviously as I was scrolling through, I saw loads of like mutuals that I've seen all over Instagram as well. So I was really like, I'm sure none of these girls know they're on this Reddit thread. And also the comments were <laughs> very vulgar. And then um, I was also um, posted on Pornhub as well. Um, basically, I was going about my day and this guy popped up and um, basically he said, um, congrats, you're on Pornhub. And I was like, what? So he sent a screenshot of um, me on Pornhub. Like, it was just literally just my selfie. And then I scrolled through and there was loads of other Nepalese girls as well. And then um, there's also like a whole private... Um, album just dedicated to me as well with 16 photos in there that I can access and apparently he could and then I said could I see what's in the folder and then um, he wouldn't show me and from the way he's texting I'm assuming he was like from the UK because he had like normal UK slang and stuff so I was really like I was really confused how, how we're not being told we're being posted on these things and also like it's not in a nice way. It's not in a flattering way. It's in a really like vulgar, pervy way. For me, it wasn't so much the lead up to before it got exposed, but more afterwards. Um, I think as an artist who is quite radical in her expression, I have been, you know, controversial in what I do. And I knew that people, you know, were talking about me and my photos since like last year. And I never really paid much attention to it because I thought, you know, they clearly don't understand artistic expression and I'm not, I don't care. So when someone first told me they saw some of my photos on the site, I didn't really think twice about it. I thought, you know, it's going to happen. Um, I think the time I started taking it more seriously was, I guess, a few weeks ago when I was added to a um, private group chat on Instagram with a bunch of other victims, like 15, 20 women, some of them, you know, quite like renowned influencers, things like this. And they were sharing their stories 
of how much worse the harassment had been for them. And you know, their phones being, um, what's it called, hacked and photos being leaked and private photos. So seeing all that made me feel like, okay, this, this is something that, you know, we need to do something about this. So yeah, I guess I was the first one to kind of publicly speak about this. I didn't know anything about the Reddit thread and this was a year ago. So obviously when I got loads of DMs, like really nasty DMs, I was sort of like shocked and like really scared. And then there was this one person who was basically my little uh, glimmer of hope. Like I, she just said that she knows that um, it's not true and that like um, she can help me. She sent me this link and it ended up being like a virus kind of link where you can um, hack. And I ended up giving her my email, my username, my e uh, phone number. I sent her all the codes that were being sent to me because I actually trusted this person. And I, uh, my Snapchat ended up getting logged out, uh, which I was able to like quickly recover my password, password though. And I found out that she was trying to hack it because as soon as I did that, she asked for more codes that were being sent to my phone. So um, I was actually a victim of hacking. And if I hadn't realized sooner that they were trying to hack into my account, then I'm pretty sure m many more of my pictures would be up. And uh, on top of that, I was getting harassed. Um, I was private at the time, but they were still able to do that. So it literally happens to everyone. It, it's not just because you're in public or if you're in private. And it's really weird because the post, um, which I later found out, I think it was a couple months after someone did send me my post on the Reddit thread, but the captions were removed. But when the, when the people were harassing me, they were harassing me with as if I had like a price tag associated with my name. And it was really like derogatory. Like, but yeah, I think the tactic that they use is that they kind of make it mysterious. They don't know what's, they don't send you what's being shared because mm. it was just me in my old poly dress. I wouldn't have bothered. Like, I wouldn't have cared because it's just me in my old poly dress and it's a very popular dress. But because they, they made it really mysterious, I didn't know what was being put up. I don't know if someone had like got a picture of me uh, taking a picture of me like secretly I didn't know anything so that's that's what made me really really vulnerable and like so firstly as this topic has grabbed the attention of not lots of Nepalese around the world there has been a lot of negative comments that have risen from both females and males um, but I want to raise one specific comment which said quotation she posts her traps like this what does she expect to attract what do you say to that? Firstly, um, I'm I'm so angry uh, still now. It's like basically the same as you know when um, you're victim blaming someone who's getting raped. They've been asking for it, but no one's asking for it. And a lot of the stuff that we have posted on our Instagram, yes, it's in the public, but at the end of the day, it's still our content. They didn't ask us to you know like credit us. They just posted our personal details which is still our Instagram, onto that page. And their policy does say, um, it does allude to that as well. If you post private, uh, even if it's like Facebook, uh, you know, account names, which is the same essentially as Instagram, um, it's still their content. And because it's in the public, the, like who wants to be in that page with a stigma around it? Like no girl on that page wants to be on that page. And they think that we're completely okay with that and that we're gonna just shut up and like let them do their thing and like you know as a result it's been taken down now it so. really really angers me that they think like you know we're asking for it because a lot of the girls here are educated you know they've gone to uni they've got done some sort of education they you know still 
they're more than just you know the content that they post online so it really angers me that they think like you know we're just we're just you know what a piece of object i think amber um touched upon a lot of things it is victim blaming i mean i think my question is these are females and males you know saying these comments and did it ever make you feel like oh damn it maybe i shouldn't have posted these photos yeah because look at the comments you're like they're saying i mean heck no yeah okay well amazon what about you um i actually did end up apologizing to one of the people that were harassing me so i was literally like no but you you can't you need to like kind of see it from my point of view as well like i was really vulnerable and like people were just attacking me i just wanted to end so i was like and it was a woman as well i think so i was like oh i'm sorry Vivi. Like, i didn't mean to disrespect you with my post but i love my parents i love my family i go to university i said all that mm-hmm. and that only provoked her to like harass me further that's why if you go on my instagram like literally my bio says law and criminology university of sorry i just really wanted to accentuate that so that no one has like any bad um you know view about me like being uneducated and just like something else so yeah that was really scary and it does happen um they do make you feel terrible about it uh, obviously now i'm just like yeah i wasn't in the wrong but at that time when it's like really sensitive you're not really thinking straight and another thing that i want to add about the victim blaming concept I think it's really, it's much more easier for people to victim blame when they haven't gone through the same experience that we have. So that's definitely something that we need to understand and they need to understand as well. Like you're not going to know um, how it feels unless it happens to you. And then, and then you'll be calling out people victim blaming you. Yeah, I think with the whole online experience that's happening, I know nobody thinks about that person behind the screen as in yeah. the victims, their feelings, how they would feel yeah. if this happened to yeah, them. Exactly. To them, the women are just meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just something to gouge on. There's yeah. no heart behind it. It's just really sad, and I think it's really sad that you even had to sort of change up your bio and mm, have a, yeah. a reasoning behind who you are as a person. And yeah, you know, yeah. that person is defining you. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's like you have to justify yourself on who you are and your d- yeah, show your exactly. worth when yeah. you know you, do, you don't need to prove anything mm-hmm. to anyone and that's what yeah. is annoying um because a lot of these girls are highly educated goes to university they can do both i think that's what people why people are pressed because yeah. you know they grew up maybe thinking girls can only you know do one thing but no we you know there's multiple surfaces to the layer mm-hmm. so i think the um really crazy thing this mentality that comes up from this is like people still have this weird, I don't know, notion that girls can either be really attractive or really intelligent. And now, you know, all of us, when they're putting our photos on these sites, we're like, we're not just our looks because they still have this association that, um, yeah, if you're beautiful, you're not smart. Or if you're taking, like, confident photos of yourself, then you're a fucking idiot. And it's so ridiculous that we have to, like, prove that we are more than our looks. and I feel like, yeah, that's just, it just makes me really upset. Uh, basically, I just think, like, we were just trying to attract, we were trying to obviously attract the attention, but if anything, we didn't really ask for the, the treatment that we were received. Like, no one should ever receive such vulgar, vile comments. That's not pleasant. It's not uplifting. Like, as a good comment would be something flattering that makes your day, makes you smile. Yeah. Also, like, um, victim blaming, like, um, it was quite embarrassing for me because 
yeah, like Pooja, like I used to just make jokes about if creepy men popped up to me or sent me weird pictures because none of my close friends were going through anything like similar. So I was like, because yeah. I post these photos, I'm like, am I putting myself in a vulnerable position because they don't post these kind of photos and I am. So it's my fault maybe that I'm getting this treatment. But, you know, obviously overall, over time I realised actually a lot of girls post pictures like this like I surely can't be the only one receiving this kind of treatment and you know what it's not even our fault like we generally like if we look good we look good like we leave the house looking like that we dress the way we want to and like that shouldn't be an issue and I don't know why it makes them feel uncomfortable or makes them feel like oh yeah it's okay to you know just view her as a sexual object. So, um, something I think Amber you kind of touched upon is the society and the mindset the society has and um, something I want to kind of address is the societal expectation of Nepali women. Um, there has been a comment where uh, when I've been you know researching about this um, concept where a male has said quotation is quite a long quote um there's so many hard-working talented women who have zero interest in showing skin they work for them <laughs> they work hard compete with men worn for uh, earn for their living overcome all odds women I and mean, mothers sisters who make great sacrifice to survive that's the true nepali women not these attention-seeking girls who you mention who have no self with beyond their display of inner skin and then of course to um to follow that question up so that was by a commenter i think someone who was after this um incident went viral they commented that but then i'm the perpetrators addressed it saying cannot trust any nepalese girls who have been raised abroad countries i mean and i think they've kind of compared or another term i would like to use is that gaslighting the gaslighting women against each other and so yeah i just kind of want to touch upon the society yeah like is so these individuals they're douchebags regardless and any but have have they been conditioned to think like this because of the society we live in like, when you read that first quote it just makes me laugh because it's this mentality is so limited, you know, and I think it really comes down to people cannot seem to grasp the fact that women can be multifaceted. Like, you know, we can go to university, we can feel confident in our bodies, we can show our skin if we want, and it's just, they just cannot seem to grasp it, which is so simple. And I think Amra culture, my especially, you know, in South Asia, although so many Nepali people are living abroad, I've often encountered that even you know here in Australia, I've met Nepali guys who've lived here for ages, but some things in their thinking is still very conservative. And it's things like this, you know, like how women should behave. And if you're like a good woman, then you wouldn't do this. And I know it's a lot of conditioning that takes a lot of time to undo, but it's, it's just ridiculous. I think it's too late for them. Um, firstly, like there's no... We can't change their mind. And you know what? That's their life. If that's like, what they're going to think, that's what they're going to think. And like, like on top of that, like, you know, if we want to live our life like that, we're going to live our life like that. Who are we, you know, to tell them, um, even though they have a shit view on it, um, that's their view and we can't change it. So, you know, if, if, if they've got a problem, that's their problem. Like, so, you know, whatever. Um, and then just in terms of like the whole conditioning and then you know growing up in a more western culture um you know even in nepal there are people who are more liberal who are more open-minded it's not just 
people from Nepal who are like, you know, being all these trolls and hating on women. It's also, you know, I've experienced it, friends have experienced it, like guys who have brought up, been brought up here from an early age, they still have the very traditional mentality. Um, like I've experienced it, um, you know, slut shaming, all that stuff at an early age. And you know what? It made me work even harder to prove them, you know, I'm more than just what you what you say I am, you know? So that's where it stemmed for me originally. Um, and like I said, like people, like you, we think like these guys are just from Nepal, who's only like hating, like, you know, tradition, not being traditional, but it's also so the guys from here, like Sonia Brini said, you know, there was a lot of, UK terminology used for her, for her, you know, haters. So a lot of these guys, I've seen the words used, peng, clapped cow, you know, like a lot of the UK terminology, and they definitely were brought up here, yet they still have that mindset. So it's, it's a shame, really, and quite disappointing, because we still have our, you know, traditional values, but because we grew up in this environment, not everyone's on the same boat as as us really so it's disappointing the photos that was posted on reddit was it just um uh, international nepali kideko photo ki there was there like nepal ko kideko photo pani there was both yeah wasn't there oh, yeah, yeah, yeah i think so yeah i think it's both but, i mean it was, it, yeah isn't that i mean that would be my challenge to these perpetrators like it's not just international your nepal no pani there's girls who are modern so what are they trying to say? You can't trust. Um, sorry, let me just read the quote. Nepalese girls who are raised abroad countries. I mean, so that comment was directed to me after I like you know re- revealed this thing on my post, um, and I think what they're actually trying to say is that the fact that I'm speaking out is in itself a trait that because I don't live in Nepal. So I think it was more they were coming for me in that regard. Like, how dare she? think this is an issue because they were really minimizing it right like after this came out a lot of people were defending these pages saying like yeah we're just trying to appreciate our ethnic beauties and there was someone even said something like they're going with white guys what are we doing wrong you know we're like just appreciating our ethnic girls and it's they're defending themselves and the fact is they were like saying it's our fault for making a big deal out of this and that's just Oh, Amber and I, I think have been chatting about this a lot as well and seeing yeah. the aftermath of this, but it's, yeah. Uh, you know, on the topic of, like, living abroad, um, making us less Nepali, like, I'm not going to lie, but living abroad does make us a little different from, like, you know, people in Nepal. Um, but it's not a negative difference. I don't see it as that. Um, the difference is there because when you're abroad, you don't have the same level of as restrictions as you do in Nepal. And because of those restrictions, you know, like, we appear different and obviously because they're not used to it they start to you know target and attack us for that and um, yeah, let me tell you even in nepal there are girls who are just as westernized as us yeah if not more yeah. they're so they go on holidays they wear bikinis as well the people in yeah, nepal, the community itself in in nepal the community yeah. itself is much much yeah. more restricted than the community here that's yeah. what i'm trying to say so um i would say it's yeah. not being less nepali it's more on the less restriction yeah. exactly. that's the emphasis there yeah. rather than less yeah. nepali because we can't really change our ethnicity just because we ch- dress a little different yeah, yeah. i think yeah. also wider than just clothing it's the freedom of expression right like that's yeah. what they have a problem with yeah it's yeah. 
any way that we express themselves so now even you know being vocal about what's happened in all these reddit pages like i've been getting you asked before if like uh we were ever scared for our safety i think i am now since speaking out about this and being quite vocal so i had to you know put my profile back on private although i wanted to talk about this more but i was like people were warning me they're like they're gonna try to hack into your devices you need to make your profile in private they're gonna find a way to get to you because you were the one who started talking about this and they're really angry at you, right? So even when I, I plan to go back to Nepal quite soon and I'm spending the rest of the, the year there, but I am a bit worried about like, what if people follow me and what what's going to happen to me? So it's like the price of speaking out about injustice, which is crazy. And I think that's what they're really attacking. These men are saying a real, a proper Nepali woman is only going to express herself in a way that is deemed appropriate by society and that society is patriarchal so that's what they want of us and we're not doing it i found that comment so funny so somebody said we are only admiring humble ethnic nepali girls did you guys feel like you were being admired fuck no (laughs) no jesus yeah um because doesn't admire means that you know you're appreciating somebody in a very positive sense uplifting yeah 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 but it was doing the opposite and why were they doing it in a closed chat is my question why are they not publicly telling you guys which to me is um a whole lot of nonsense um i mean i don't know if you guys have thought about this my question to those perpetrators would be are you admiring your sisters and mothers the same way yeah. how guys share the story not sharing the story as well because they have to remember their cousins their sisters even like female friends they're the ones like you know who've been going through this and they should share it the stories too and even and even if they're not like affected or they don't know anyone that's gonna be affected they're gonna have kids they're gonna have like you know when they're older yeah. like vulnerable younger girls um in in their life so this is when we need to educate them that you know this is not yeah. right yeah. it's about changing the society isn't it it's actually about changing the societal mindset yeah because if we change that then for the next generation it, it's going to be easier or better open-minded yeah that, for men to understand that they should respect women we really need to drill this point in that like think about your mother think about your sister you know we need to like make it so emotional to them Rather than us just being able to say, like, respect all women, whether she's your mother, whether she's your sister or not, even if she's a stranger, she deserves the same amount of respect. But it's like, we always have to use these examples, right? And even with um, Nepali women, they also have the same um, mindset as these conservative guys. It's sometimes women also that goes against women and say, you know, Yeah. you shouldn't be doing these things you should be more respectable looking this, this, this. so it's just this, this whole conservative um, concept that yeah. is really frustrating and shapes you into somebody that you're not and yeah, yeah I have a problem with that definitely yeah I definitely agree for women. yeah because I was attacked by women as well so I definitely agree to that like I think what made it worse if it was just men attacking me then I'd you know, just be able to kind of brush past it. But because it was women, it made me doubt myself because it was coming from, you know, women. So if they can't understand why I'm, you know, freely expressing myself, then it's kind of like, you know. Because they're like, you know, you, they're the ones that you're supposed to relate to and open up to. Exactly, about these yeah. And then if they're, if they're showing you down, you like, can identify yeah. with them. Yeah. And if, yeah, 
if they shut you down, it's kind of like, oh, that means I'm doing something wrong then. But for me, I, I, I still don't blame those women because I think it is the society we, like you know, that condi- has conditioned those women. Yeah, it's because our society is so deep-rooted in patriarchal societal norms that they, they live through it. So they are just kind of preaching or saying what they've known. But if their mindset was uh, kind of conditioned differently, then they might not have. So... Um, yes, they are part but of it. But if you're world. giving an excuse to the men, I mean, to the women, then this, that's the same excuse to the men as well, because that's yeah. how they've been taught yeah. to think. So I disagree with you. No, but but this is what I mean. But men have in- rooted this from way back then. So I think as a society or as a whole, as a population, as Nepali people from all around the world, really need to question our individual mindset as well and our societal mindset. Yeah, because I, I don't know if you guys get it when suddenly like parents are always like saying, Oh, like this is no one follow an analyst of one Oh my God. Yes, come on now. Like, so be it. Yeah. yeah. When this was all exposed and shared, were there any men that shared and gave support to you guys? Yeah. Plenty. Yeah, I had a lot. I'm very grateful to them. Everyone was just like, can't believe you actually went through this. Like, yeah. everyone was just shocked, like, as if, like, you have to put up with this. Because, like, not everyone's vocal about it until recently. Yeah. So it's like it's really nice to hear that everyone's actually like, yeah. wow, can't believe you actually go through that. Because yeah, they don't think of that when they see our profile. They just think, oh, she's just a regular girl like us doing. They don't yeah. realize we actually get like this regular harassment. To, we have to actually put up with it, even though we shouldn't have to. Yeah. Oh, that's I think really good because I I didn't see many men really raise their voices. I, I was so gonna I was say disappointed. No, but that's the thing though, like a lot of people have their own way of expressing, you know, just like sympathy. Um, Not all men are going to repost our story or, or, you know, repost our post like all girls do because I know a lot of girls reposted my um, little post that I put out but men they, they do it privately they a lot of people uh, replied to me and they were like oh I'm sorry this happened to you they didn't necessarily have to put it on their post and that's what a lot of people don't see so they think that men don't do anything but that's not true uh, but sh- shouldn't they raise awareness though that's my question I think they just handle it differently because us girls we like to obviously this is about you know women anyway being yeah yeah so obviously women they like to do post about it raise awareness about it but i think men it's just different for them yeah but i think uh, to me personally i think I, that's the problem um because I, when you said it's about women I, I don't think it's about women i think what nirvana touched on it's about freedom of expression and that should be for a woman and for a male and um yes some some men might not feel comfortable you know posting on their instagram maybe that's not the type of individual they are but if like let me give you an example when the whole thing in australia like a uh, forest fire or when there's like a war or something and there was that bombing everybody changed their um, facebook profile to you know there was the colors certain colors oh you- yeah yeah oh, and that's the blue one and yeah. in that one i think i if i remember correctly there was a, a even distribution game from a male and female go changing their profiles or a certain color and in in incidents like this um 
I just I get a little bit disappointed why there is not a more men trying to raise awareness because I think they they are sorry. I'm not saying they don't feel bad. They yeah. do feel bad. They, and they it's great that they have spoke to you. I got a few DMs yeah. when I posted. People are like, wow, this is so bad. But help us, you know, help yeah. the females. It's a joy. Become an ally and, and raise it. And a lot haven't. Some have. Some some of my friends did. Some yeah. guys just literally said, oh, this is disgusting, which is great. But I think raising awareness is every individual's, it should be everyone individual's duty. Yeah. Personally, I've, well, I've got the same kind of support from, you know, close guy friends. Yeah. Um, but I think, does it take that long to just share a story? Like, is it that <laughs> difficult? And, um, you know, I've also had like a friend's friend where like, they're like, oh, who's a guy? Oh, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like share it like if the police aren't really bothered about it you know they don't realize how serious that's really arrogant it is, it is yeah. for us and even even if it's girls or boys you know um I think there was more shared like you know awareness from girls but like the guys I feel like they don't realize how like they might think we're overreacting you know making a big deal um so that's why they might not see it as for them as for us um but like when i made the post that you know the page was put down like yesterday um now suddenly everyone seems to like be liking it congratulating it you know now everyone's on board because something actually came out of it uh, but when we were actually going through it like yeah. we didn't see as much support from the guys as i wanted to to be honest mm. I think the response to this and how to handle it has also been quite divisive in what I saw in my involvement. So there was a lot of victims um, that didn't want to make it public knowledge because they thought if we keep it private, we're going to be able to find the moderators, go, go through this with kind of the legal side of it, contact police, you know, and try to keep it under wraps as possible until we find the culprit. So that was kind of what I was going along with, but... <clears throat> I didn't feel like it was getting anywhere. and But a lot of people also disagree with the fact that we made it such a public issue because they're like, well, now these pages are just going to go undercover. They're still going to exist, but they're going to be more careful about it. And I honestly don't really know what the right thing was in that situation. I mean, it, we know where we are now. But I think it was very divisive um, about what the, current, like the proper actions to take were. I think it's bad to put it on blast because now it puts guilty and shame onto their actions. Do you know what I mean? Like we've had to put up with that for no reason. And I think they deserve to feel ashamed for feeling that way because plenty of guys think that's wrong. There's loads of guys go, why the hell would you do that to these simple, like these just innocent photos or even like, you know, just where they look good. I don't understand like they should feel shame. We shouldn't feel bad. So I'm, I'm happy with it on blast. Like we've gone it through the nice way. We reported it. We've, um, you know, ask the admin as well to put it down but like nothing gets actioned and I myself called the police and you know what like they got back to me in like two three days and I spoke to her um and she again was like oh you know I would have just I just uh recommended just stay private uh wouldn't put post it out anything like you don't want to be online but it's just like it's freedom of expression is being tarnished here and like that, that's what I mean like because everyone's individually done it their own way nothing has happened and now we're coming together people now think we're you know overreacting or whatnot and making it a big deal but you know if we feel uncomfortable and our safety is at risk then 
so be it. Like we have to come together and make it uncomfortable for people um, yeah. to finally get it through their head. I mean, you've kind of have got results since any of the, the pages banned um, and it's closed. But I feel like the we still need to continue raising awareness, Anthony, because like you said, everyone, it, they could go undercover. You know, there could be other pages. So, I mean, as individuals, how how do you think we can continue supporting this or continue raising awareness of, about, you know, cyber, cyber, cyber porn? I don't know what it would come, come under, like mm. cyber harassment. Sure. Um, I think calling this behavior out has been quite effective. I mean, yeah, they've gone undercover, but I've also sensed this, like, their level of fear you know, like I, when I've shared stuff on my story, there's been someone like dobbing me in and then sending screenshots of what I've said on my story to like these moderators being like, oh my God, Nirvana's put this on her story. Mm-hmm. So there is, and I think Amber also has seen that as well. There has been like fear instilled mm-hmm. amongst yeah. them. So I think we need to keep calling it out. And all the yeah. like, abuse messages that I've gotten in the wake of this, I share every single one of those on my story. And seeing like the outpouring of women messaging me being just as angry as well as some men um, really shows that people are really like furious about what's happening. And I think we need to just keep sharing all of it, everything that happens, because that's how we kind of like build this movement, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think like when I posted something, um, they posted on their Discord group chat and um, they're they're again victim blaming they're like oh look at her crying about it you know it's like no because you're in the wrong i'm calling you out i'm suddenly crying about it complaining about it and they even questioned am i really getting online harassed yes i am yeah they questioned your online harassment when you caught it like you know just questioning it and i'm just like well just because you're in the wrong you're just justifying your actions are fine but it's not they would never like they would like it if men said that about their mum or their sister yeah, or exactly exactly and it's just it's just really frustrating but that's why we need to keep continuing to speak up yeah. about it and a, yeah. a lot of like i'm quite i think i'm the oldest one here and there's been a lot of boy news who've messaged me and actually spoke up about it as well and they told me oh d because of you know you speaking out like i've had courage to speak out as well so it's just we need to keep on empowering each other and keep keep at it and it's just it's just really frustrating but that's why we need to keep continuing to speak up about it and a a lot of like i'm quite i think i'm the oldest one here and there's been a lot of boy news who've messaged me and actually spoke up about it as well and they told me oh d because of you know you speaking out like i've had courage to speak out as well so it's just we need to keep on empowering each other and keep keep at it like ever since this popped up um the second page i think started talking about how oh you know guys get you know um objectified as well and then started to bring it up but it's just like okay that's fine you know that's that's a problem as well so why are you why are you speaking up now once we're speaking about us women being objectified Mm. where was this attention um before all this if it was such an issue for you you have to like it's all tactical they're all delusional i swear like it's Mm. it's crazy And I think it's just, uh, as Emma was saying, like, it's just a retaliation, you know, when we're making some sort of progress in the feminist movement in any way, there are always people just, like, there to cut us down straight away and be like, oh, it happens to us too, we're victims too, but it's, you know, it's a wider problem, like, this is just one example of what happens in our society every single day in so many ways. Do you feel like you guys got support 
from this incident? Were you able to reach out to anybody, um, family, friends, legally? How were you able to process it through and move forward personally? I'm a pretty um, impulsive person. So as soon as like I realized this guy was keeping tabs on me, um, you know, I blasted him out and a lot of people were supportive and I do appreciate it and you know they said keep continuing on because I did feel like I was going on a bit of a tangent for the whole week of all this happening um, but people were still supportive throughout it so um, I want to thank them and like I mentioned just before as well like there were boynies who were following me um, or who didn't follow me but like other boynies shared it amongst each other who reached out to me and you know seeing them share their story was really nice because they wouldn't have done it if you know if we just kept quiet so I think that's quite positive um, and I hope we continue on to do that and start calling people out when it's not right. Um, yeah, I think just knowing that there's a community of women that are so passionate about this and feel the exact same way that I do and that we do has been really empowering. Um, yeah, I've gotten like so many messages from women on Instagram, especially when I started getting, you know, attacked in the wake of this being like this is so fucked up and we're with you you know and keep doing keep fighting the good fight kind of thing so that's made a huge difference you know like i think sometimes people think that support needs to be just in real life but especially during lockdown you know we've learned <sighs> that like you can provide and give so much support through online mm -hmm. mediums and even to strangers because we are all tied together by this joint passion and this cause right um, so that's been really good. I think at the moment, though, I am very overwhelmed by everything that's been happening in the last week. So trying to make like a conscious effort to just spend less time on Instagram because all these yeah. people now are defending these pages, you know, and then they're like, I don't know, and just kind of dealing with all those comments. It just gets very like exhausting. So I'm trying to step back from it. It, it is definitely draining. I have to say it is draining. We want to end it up with um, perhaps sending out a message to these kind of perpetrators what would you say to them if you had any message for them get alive <laughs> it's just like you know what we're not going to stop and if you keep on making these pages we're still going to be here we're still going to be um raising awareness for this and we're going to bring you guys down faster this, this took us one week we're going to do it in a day oh, next time yes i think this might be a bit more positive um but like I do want to say that even though there was a lot of negative aspects like towards them, thrown at them, I don't want them to take it too negatively. I, I would rather they take it as like um, us sort of giving our side, educating them that we're not like whatever they're, they're kind of thinking us to be. Um, so yeah, because obviously they do have that mindset. We're just trying to open, trying to get them to open up, open their mindset a bit to like different levels you know so i just hope they take it as like kind of like an educational video rather than like an attacking one mm. um yeah i kind of agree with puja in that sense well i think one of the kind of positive things that have come in the wake of this is that i know that either on maybe the Nep nepalese babes forum before it got taken down there was actually conversations by men like users of these sites um, that were talking about, you know, the fact that like what's harmful and what's not. And there were like conversations around consent happening, you know, like they were like, of course, these women are going to be upset if you're taking their photos without their consent. So there was conversation happening within their community, which I think is a really positive step because I, I'm hoping that these other users were reading this and being like, oh, okay. 
So I think education and dialogue are definitely the way to make change. Yeah. I yeah. know that's really hard and also not something that we need to take all the responsibility on ourselves.